What's going on guys? You are listening to the Steel Habitat Podcast. I'm your host John Cunningham and I am joined with Mike Waywell. Oh, I'm back. I know, back again. You've had a few uh, weeks off, is it? Yeah. Yeah? Two. Two weeks off? I think the last one was with Sarah um, a few weeks ago. And we've got a great show for you today, guys. What we're going to talk about is something that we definitely try and do in our com- in our company and try and put into our own lives individually. I know I've... 100% invested more into this because you actually taught me about this ages ago. And I was like, what is this? Two words. Um, <laughs> but then, completely bought onto it, read about it, listened to some people about it. And it's definitely improved my life and more improved the way I think about things as well. And that thing is extreme ownership. So taking complete, well, ownership over everything you do, your life, your circumstances, everything like that. And it's definitely improved my life. And something that you actually taught me. Yeah, I think we did a podcast chatting about this last year. It's good to revisit it because I think there's been some like additions to uh, the samurai. Yeah, I think so. The uh, the bars are going up and down. So uh, um, yeah, there's been some good additions to to like what we've been doing with that side of things. If that makes sense. So like, I think the book, the Jocko Willink book which is called Extreme Ownership. I haven't read that, but it's, it's, some, it's along the lines of, um, you know, like, you're in charge of everything. I've talked about this from a business standpoint before. It's like, you're responsible for, for everything. So if something goes wrong, that's, that's like, on you because you didn't provide, you know, that person in your team with the right resources, tools, support, guidance, wherever they needed to succeed. But I think, and there's also an element now that I think we use a lot more of, like, taking ownership over your own like life as a very broad term but then if you narrowed it down being able to like constantly self-reflect on like how things are going have some self-awareness on that front and be able to make some choices or decisions about what you can do to improve moving forward so like um i wrote an email a couple weeks ago or maybe maybe last week it was like a time management one so that was something that I kind of slipped on massively, maybe like a couple of months ago. Felt like I was very busy, but wasn't getting a lot of important stuff done. Do you know what I mean? And then when I sit and look at what my schedule's like, I'm like, oh, actually, I've not been very structured in terms of like blocking out my work time, not as structured as I used to be. Um, and I'm always heading to my to-do list and ticking off the, the easy wins to respond to that email message the accountants you know like all, all the stuff, yeah, stuff which is not really important but you get that like bit of instant gratification of crossing something off your to-do list whereas like the bigger important stuff was just getting booked over to the next week booked over to, and i look back through and like fucking hell there's some big things that i want to get finished that i've like bumped about six times in a row in favor of small stuff do you know what i mean and then i obviously like i took the time to like all right well no one's going to solve my time management issue except for me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I need to own that. So, like, I just went on a course about it. It was timed well. Um, and then sat and really, you know, like, figured out, like, where am I wasting time? How could I improve? How can I be more structured and just more efficient all in all, really, more productive? Like, deciding when I work well and when I can be least interrupted and all those kind of things. And... Yeah, just making a plan to go forward with it. So I've owned that and then I probably hadn't, you know, 
done more productive work in the last four or five weeks than I did the two, three months before that. So it's have a new structure rather than just like getting up and be like, I'm at work. And then just kind of doing whatever fucking falls into my lap, putting out fires. It's like now I have seven in the morning till 10 a.m. every day, like uninterrupted work. So no social media, don't check emails. My phone's face down and not many people are going to bother me before 9 a.m. So you've got at least those two hours before people start trying to get in contact, get in yeah. contact and stuff. And then I know then every day, like I'm not doing any small tasks during that period. I'm doing important big tasks that stuff that I want to work on that I've maybe been put on the back burner. I know that at very least every day I'm getting those three hours. So that's 15 hours a week of focused, you know, mm-hmm. as productive work as I could possibly do. And now I have like an hour break, so 10 to 11, go walk, eat breakfast, like that kind of thing. And then do another three hour block from uh, 11 till 2. And that will include some smaller tasks, you know, responding to some emails, doing some account stuff. But again, it's like, it's a, it's another big chunk of work that I can work through, depending on what I've got on, depending on the size, you know, like what I work on in that, that time period. Um, but that's worked really well for me because I know I'm getting like at least three hours in before 10 a.m. and then uh, six hours of work in before two o'clock. And then when finish that at two o'clock, I can go train and you know, do, do whatever after doing. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, and that's been a lot more productive. But had I just not taken ownership of that myself, then I'd still be just milling around, you know, in some like poor habits and stuff like that. I think that's something that people really need to just grab a hold of. Like, oh, well, I was about, about to say that because you realise that and change your life <clears throat> for that. But how many people, especially the guys, maybe listen to this, be like, it's always someone else's fault. And sometimes you do this, like, kind of like unconsciously, you just come out with it. Oh, I can't do this because of this. I can't go to the gym because of that. Yeah. But when you soon realise that you've got your complete control of whatever you're doing, the decisions you make, is it is a real eye opener. And, but you've got to truly believe it because it's all well and good saying, oh yeah, it's my fault, blah, blah. But then unless you truly believe it and do something to change it, then you'll just go through with the same thing over and over again yeah. and not really get anywhere. But it's like little things like uh, a really poor example maybe is, well, not a poor example. Like, say something in your team or someone doesn't do something, maybe like brother or sister, oh, get this for me or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they don't do that task. It's easy to blow up and be like, why didn't you do that for me? Like, yeah. it's your fault or that kind of thing. Then you look, reflect on yourself. Did you set clear, like, was it a timeline? Was yeah, it exactly yeah. where it is? Where to get it? Did you give them all the information about where to get the product? Yeah. Like, stuff like that. And you can really reflect back and be like, did I give the most information? How could I get better in that situation to make it happen? Yeah. And it, like, yeah, just being clear and setting solid guidelines for everything is actually really important to the point that I've missed there is like you can have that moment of where you sit and reflect or decide like right or, or a moment of motivation you're like you know linking it to fitness so I'm I'm going to get shape like I'm going to do it I'm going to take ownership over this I'm going to start training I'm going to eat well and blah 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 that's great in that moment do you know what I mean but then if you don't then define the steps that you're going to take to it's not taking ownership then, is it? Then, it's just yeah, it's you've not... just said you've just said it. Do you know what I mean? Because like, um, 
but otherwise you you've not set yourself a plan to stick to do you know what I mean and you need to sit and do that otherwise you'll never get anything done now I have uh, I have a weird like cycle through the day of uh, like what do you call it just like my mental focus does mm. that make sense so first thing in the morning I wake up I am not interested in exercising at all I'm just like nah like fuck that don't wear exercise can't be arsed like that's how I that's probably like my natural go to on that side of things but from like a sitting and work wise that's when I feel most like I can concentrate the best and then in the evenings and late afternoons that's mainly when I'm like yeah let's train I'm gonna do like I probably plan to do more than yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually will do. And then again, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, fuck that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. So you need to plan around those kind of, that's why you need, this linking into what I was saying about planning, you need to plan like what your best, you know, what, what your next step forward is. Otherwise, your emotions can decide throughout the day, like what you're going to do. Now, if I really had to, because of my schedule, planned in in the mornings that like, gonna train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, six AM. Then I would have the discipline to get up and do it, even though I felt feel I know I'll feel like I can't be asked at the time. But if I didn't plan it, I was like, Oh maybe I'll go and I'll see how I feel when I wake up. Then I'd never train, do you know what I mean? And that's the importance of having some self awareness of like, even how do I feel at different points throughout the day? When's the best time for me to do certain things if you have the flexibility in your work like to be able to decide on that. Um, and then structuring that appropriately, do you know what I mean? Well, it's getting rid of that grey area as well. Like, like you said, if you're like, oh, I'll train on these days, but no set time, it's easy to brush something away and yeah. be like, you know, I'm just saying words, I'm going to train, yeah. but there's no absolute, this is what I'm going to train, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, a good example my friend said recently to me was, I'm going to weigh in four weeks, what should I do diet-wise? Um, and same as advice as usual, boring stuff, calorie deficit, work hard, all that sort of stuff. And he goes, oh, Include weekends? I'm like, yes, every <laughs> single day. He goes, all right, so like, no treats or anything like that. It's like, no treats. Like, because if you give yourself that little leeway, if you give yourself 5%, you're going to take 90, the rest of 95%. Yeah. So if you say to yourself, oh, I'll be off on the weekends, but I work hard Monday to Friday, then Friday turns into Thursday, and then yeah. so on and so forth. You've got to have tremendous discipline to stick to that. But I think if, if you don't, if you make it black and white, it's easier. It's like, I'm going to stick to my calories. Yes. You know if you have that biscuit, it'll go over. Yeah. You've done something wrong. Like, yeah. it's taking away that and taking extreme ownership of what what you're doing and saying, giving yourself those clear guidelines. Because the guidelines are great. It's so easy to get yeah, past exactly. it. And it's like, especially if your life's pretty hectic, if you, you know, if you've got kids, you've got a busy job, you've got all stuff like that. If you don't define, like, your plan and your, the steps that you're going to take to achieve like on the fitness side of things like your training and nutrition then it does become very easy for them to just slip because you're like All right, I'll train after work like I'll try and get in twice this week after work so then Monday you know you get up early drop the kids off have a long day pick the kids up you get home you're like no I can't be asked I'll do tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and then you get to the school to pick your kids up and you're in detention. So you got to wait for him for that. And then you get him out and then you're bollocking him. And you, you know what I mean? And then you get home and you're like explaining what happened to your wife. And, stuff. and then next minute you know it's like, oh, too late for the time session. I'll just I'll go just, Wednesday, I'll, Thursday, I'll go Wednesday, Thursday. 
And then, if you know, obviously those things can happen anyway, even if you schedule them in. But there are some things that you're like, you know, if I've timetabled this in for myself, and there's there's a greater likelihood of it actually happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you give yourself an exact answer, yeah. exactly what I'm going to do, going to stick to it. You're more likely than yeah. not going to stick to yeah, it. Yeah, and even if you only get it ninety percent of the time over the course of the month. That's probably or almost certainly going to be better than if you didn't plan it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean, like if just linking back to like how I do the work stuff at the minute, if I just was like, oh, yeah, I'll try and get uh, fifteen hours of good quality work in a week, productive hours of like sitting down and just focusing on big tasks. And then I get up going and I was like on Monday, oh, you know, maybe I'll do six hours tomorrow and I'll leave three the other day. Yeah. And then the next day you do four hours, you're like, oh, fucking knackered now, I'm not really concentrating. I'll sack it off today, and, I'll, and, and then you come to yeah, hour. and then you come to Friday, and you've still got like nine hours left. And you're like, well, I'm not going to work for nine hours straight, like super productive, focused mm-hmm. work. People might be at work for nine hours, but you're not working for no, nine no, hours in one job. So, but by giving myself that structure and fitting it in when it can work for me, then even if I got it wrong on one of the days, I've still got twelve hours of good work in. Do you know what I mean? Like. But how easy is well I'm gonna go this because you've now removed yourself from actually working at the gym, haven't you? Yeah. Just so you can work in a quiet environment <clears throat> where you won't get distracted. But how easy is it for you to go, Oh, I didn't get this done, but John came into the office and distracted yeah. me and then he asked me to do put yeah. this board with him and then that so it wasn't my fault because someone else distracted me, yeah. I couldn't get my work yeah. done, so it's actually their fault. But I feel good about myself because I did what I can. Yeah. And that's so dangerous because yeah. you're giving yourself that it's all right, pat on the back. And really, it's completely your fault for getting yeah. distracted. Yeah, like, regardless whether I walked in and bothered you. you I put, put myself there. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. put yourself in that environment for me to be able to do yeah. that. Or didn't set out the guidelines for me not to distract. So you come into the gym and be like, do not open this door. Do not distract me about anything. Then it's more clear guidelines. You're taking ownership over what you do yeah. or what you've done. It's like, I know I'm going to get distracted. I know I'm going to end up cleaning the gym or anything like yeah. that. I'm going to just take myself out of it yeah. so there's no distractions so I can do my work. Exactly. Like, all you lot have been, like, taking the mic a little bit because I've not been around for the yeah, last yeah. month or so very much except for meetings. But, I, like I said before, I've had probably the most productive month series, yeah. Yeah, period of work that I've had all year, really. And it's working on something that I know. Well, it's like a, some back-end system stuff on it piece of software called Entreport that we use and it's just like workflows and stuff like that so I have to if I get interrupted while I'm going through it it's like starting again do you know it's like that time to alright refocus where was I up to you know like that I'm going making sure emails flow well together and like after you apply for a trial the right task happens and all these different things so I need to be able to like work through it as if I'm, that this is how I achieve that, anyway, work through it as if I'm the person going through it, and then write the emails and tasks and make everything fit together, and I know that from sat in the office and from experience that, like, I can't do that as effectively and efficiently as I can if I'm sat in the coffee shop with my headphones in, where no one is going to speak to me, whereas, like, at the gym, it's no one's, it's no one's, like, purposely trying to disrupt me, but, like, You'll, you'll come in and chat to me about something and then Martin will pop in for the first time in the day or Callum will pop in for the first time and you're like, all right, mate, well, you're chatting to people and then, then like, you go for lunch and you come back and you're like, fuck, there's chalk everywhere. I'm going to clean that up because you want to like, 
bullshit journey. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you said before, I end, yeah, I end up justifying, oh yeah, well, they need to clean. It's like, yeah, but if you're not there, it will still, it'll still get cleaned up. And you can focus on the thing that you're supposed to be doing, like you need to be doing. But you know what I mean? That's the thing, it's so easy for you to blame someone yeah. else, like in any sort of environment. For example, food. Uh, people trying to stick on a diet on a maybe strict amount of calories, but then if someone's there from the weekends yeah. or some meal, I mean, of course, yes, go and enjoy yourself and whatnot. But if you're truly investing your goals, you've got you've got to hit this weight in four weeks yeah. and it's cake and all that sort of stuff. You've just got to take ownership. It's like, am I going to remove myself from the situation yeah. and maybe miss a party or so because of my big goal? Or just go there and have the self-discipline yeah, of like, self-discipline. no, this, this is my goal. I'm going to enjoy the party, but I'm not going to have any cake. Yeah, well, it's but like, it's so easy to be like, oh, but they offered to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My friends. Oh, but there's a buffet. Exactly. Like, yeah, but no one fucking put it exactly, in Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, but my friend's mum offered it and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I had to do it. And you're giving yourself that pat on the back and be like, it's all right. You tried. Yeah. You have to give into that. Yeah, and that's infectious over it's time. It's so infectious. Yeah. But once you let that happen, it's basically giving yourself free reign to do anything. Yeah. And that free reign is is detrimental to any goal yeah. so it is, it's ridiculous um the guy you mentioned before jocko wilkin i've been listening to a lot of him recently it's really yeah. good it's probably making me think the army sounds boss <laughs> apart from the gunfights <laughs> anyway he says discipline equals freedom and he's really Absolutely, big yeah. really big on extreme ownership and to dive in that discipline equals freedom say if you want to go out with your missus or your partner and like that at night time you know you've got a certain amount of work done you could either choose to stay in bed a little bit longer, have a sleep in, mosey into work, do a bit of work, get distracted, yeah. and maybe have to cancel on your missus or partner because yeah. you haven't done the work. But if you get up early, 6 a.m., in the office, half six, yeah. four hours of productive work, work out, by 2 p.m., you're done. Yeah. And then you've got the whole day to enjoy exactly. your freedom and do whatever you <clears> want by just having that discipline yeah. to get up and do the work at completely 100%. And it starts with getting up. This this is some, something that's really grown to uh, like grind my gears is people like not being able to get out of bed in the morning. Oh yeah, I'm like, the, just the get first, up. Yeah, just get up. Yeah. You just have to stand <laughs> up. The the first the first thing, I mean, some people might disagree with this, but the first thing you've decided to do that morning is, I guess, in a way, just let yourself down on what your own expectations. So if you're like, I'm going to go for six, and then you don't, the first thing you have done is not keep a promise to yourself. It's like it's a terrible start to the, yeah. to the day. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, then you're flowing into what you just said of like, well, you know, it has a knock-on effect over time. Of, like, I don't want to hear about how you, you didn't get, couldn't get out of bed this morning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, some extreme uh, circumstances aside, you just have to wake up, stand up, and then... Um. Go move, from there. Just yeah. move. <laughs> That's literally it. You know I mean? Like you choose to like hit the snooze button for long enough, like that you sleep up well past the time you you know planned to get up. Like I I snoozed the fucking thing a few times where I set it a good chunk of time Maybe, before because yeah, exactly. I feel like that helps me wake up. I'm like all right, oh, I'm just gonna snooze five minutes. Snooze five minutes right now. Get up. Yeah. Gives me that. Makes it easy for me. But if you're snoozing and then waking up an hour late every day, like, oh, I slept in. Oh, come on, that's so just. I want to rerun like, that as well because you you did say that then, but I want to point out that you still get up at six a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people might listen to that and be like, oh, I get up at eight, but I snooze a few times. It's half eight. Yeah. That's why I start my day. But you do the same. But that's at half five in the morning, six a.m. in yeah. the morning. So you're still getting up and being productive yeah, earlier, exactly. regardless of what time I went to bed. I'm exactly. 
I've decided I'm going to start work at like 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting up at 10 past 6 every day just to like do everything I need to do. Just to, yeah, yeah. You know, be at the coffee shop when it opens at 7. Yeah. And like that happens every day whether I fucking have this morning, it's Saturday. Like, doesn't matter what day it is. Yeah, like obviously you don't have to be that. Yeah, stupid, but yeah. what I'm saying is they can, uh, you can, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I've decided, be- like especially at the minute. Yeah. Like work-wise, I got a lot that I want to achieve. So I'm like, Saturday, Sundays don't really make that much difference to me at the minute because I just want to get this stuff done. Plus, at the weekends, you know, like Lee's probably gonna sleep in till ten half ten anyway. If she's not in work, she. What she, she does, she, yeah. But she then that gives you four hours. But then I'm like, all right, well, yeah, you, you know, you sleep in or, you know, sit at home, have your breakfast, sit with the dog or whatever. But I'm going to get up at six, go to the coffee shop and get three hours of work before you even have bed. Mm. Um, and like, I mean, she works longer hours through the, you know, she does like nine till yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. at night. So her schedule is different, different to mine. Work day. But I'm like, I can make this work for me because I'm not like taking time away from, you know, if we're going to spend time together at the weekend. But it's having that discipline of, yeah. like, equals freedom. Because if you decided, oh, I'll stay in bed with Lee until 10-ish, and then try and get some work yeah. done, but then, because you're around, you maybe want to hang around with each other, yeah. and that kind of thing, and maybe you're not doing productive work in the house. Yeah. But having that discipline to get up still at the same time, regardless of it's the weekends. Yeah. People say, oh, it's the weekend, don't need to work. But, it's, again, so, that's that pat on the back. We and created, like, we created the weekend. Exactly, we created that. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's taking the... The, the ownership of the situation be like you know I'm still going to be disciplined to get up because then I can from 2pm onwards I can just spend my day with yeah. Lee yeah, exactly. then you still well, best of both worlds you know I mean? like, yeah. I'll get 6 hours of good work in today and tomorrow um, and it doesn't affect any of my time yeah. spent with Lee whereas if you did it the other way then either you know you're potentially putting into your free time with your partner friends or whatever because you have to do work or work that you wanted to get done, or work that you could have progressed forward with, I uh, haven't because I'm like, oh, I'll just sleep in instead. Yeah, but it's yeah. sad. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? It, it's we've said the phrase before, like um, if you if you really oh, what is it? If you want the results that you say you want, then you'd be willing to put the work in. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like you'll you'll do the work if you really want what you say that you want. Yeah, hundred percent. You you'd be prepared to. Some little sacrifices, not yeah. monumental things like getting up at six a.m. Isn't it? I mean, people get up and train at steel, and are training when I'm still getting out of bed. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So there's more, there's people who are doing yeah. it earlier and all that than me. Because I mean, how many people do we have in the six a.m. session? Oh, gym's like, like busiest session of the day normally. Exactly. Like, so I'm not like preaching like I'm the fucking yeah. god of time management or discipline or anything like that. But you just gotta find like. You gotta realize a that like you're in control. That's the thing. You're in no. control. And then b make a plan for how you can, you yeah. know, fit all what you need to around your current situation. Because even if there are some things you can't control, like obviously you know, ninety percent of people have a job, and probably a good portion of those are like where you have to be in the office at this time, where you have to be on site at whatever time. Um, and that's just like a given, like, but you know that that's the case, so then you, you can work around it. 100%, yeah, yeah. like, the, worst, the, thing, the thing that doesn't get you where you want to go is blaming other people for why you yeah. can't do it. I mean, because if what happened 
naturally. I mean, I certainly did that. And this is only like definitely learning from you and then trying to put myself in position, reading books, listening to podcasts, of like, oh, how can I implement in this life, in my life? And it definitely has made my life more productive and a lot better since I stopped blaming other people for why mm. I can't do it and just took blame for everything. And regardless whether I'm right or wrong, if I took the blame for it or if I owned up to it and I think, how can I make the situation better? My outlook on what I did has definitely improved. Yeah. For example, if, if say one of the boys doesn't do what I want them to do and then I've got to do, go do it, it's not their fault. It's completely my fault yeah, because I didn't outline anything exactly. and then it's into my work and then I have to do my work later and I can't spend time with family and friends and I could easily be like, well, fuck them. Like, it's yeah. their fault and now I'm in a mood. But really, I'm like, well, it's completely my fault because I didn't outline exactly what I want in this time to do exactly the standard. So it's my fault that I couldn't spend time with the people I want to spend time with. But having that definitely made me react less because for the guys listening, how many times do you blow up at someone for not yeah. doing what they wanted or not up to your standard? And it's so easily done. But having that mindset of being like, how could I have affected this and made it in my way or made it a better yeah, way? Exactly. Even if it was like technically that person's fault, like their fuck up or whatever, you still have you still have two choices of I can either get angry and annoyed and kick off and then that serves nobody or I can reflect a little bit and if nothing else be like all right how can i impact what's just happened now so that going forward that doesn't happen again yeah you know i mean it's like let's say say you made like a big mistake and i was like i felt like i did everything right there with john but he still fucked it up then i could i could either be like what a yeah, I gave, yeah. I told I told him this, he knew everything and he just didn't do it. And then I know the situation yeah. you're talking and about. And then or I can go, Alright, that didn't go as planned, so like maybe what could I do differently next time or how could I help that specific mistake that I never saw coming? Um that you know, like not happen again. Yeah. You know I mean? It like, makes you a more valuable member of the team, a better leader. By doing that, yeah. you're you always could, reflecting in me like this is how I can improve yeah. and this will improve everyone around me. It's probably it probably links into well it links into everything you know like relationships with friends and <coughs> family and partners and stuff like that. It's like how many times you fucking I don't know I do this sometimes you blow up with somebody in your family. It's like ah fucking this that they shout at each other and you're like well, what what purpose did that really serve? Do you know what I mean like how are we better off having had that reaction? Is there a way like I could have could have made that better or improved that situation? You know I mean? It is it is hard. I'm not saying it's easy. No. It is hard with partners, family, friends, <coughs> partners, especially those closest to you. Yeah. But it's so easy to it's blow up. In front of them. Absolutely, it's so easy yeah. to blow up in front of them and be like, "This is all your fault." Mm-hmm. Then exactly say, "What's what's 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 that serving?" Yeah. I think sorry to add no, to no, that. No, I think that the main thing is like what we're trying to get. Out. We've talked about it from a lot of different angles, really. It's just like realizing like your level of influence over your own like life and situation in the majority of normal circumstances I understand there are extreme things that happen but you know 99% of our lives you you're in control and you can make like good decisions or conscious decisions even off the back of bad situations or you know 
less than ideal thing. So linked to fitness, you know, like I said before, if you've got crazy busy life, you you're like, oh, there's, there's no way I can go to the gym like three times a week, four times a week. It's like, all right, well, could you figure out how to have two really effective yeah. sessions and how to get your daily activity levels up? So you're just like walking around more, like if you're a salesperson, because you can sit at your desk whilst you're doing sales calls and you have your headphones and walking about taking steps in Germany. Like how can you, can you take ownership over the situation that you're in regardless of what it is and try and make the best out of it all the time rather than just like sulking and moaning and like mentally like retiring on stuff. It's like, what, what, can, I, what can I do with this? It's going to be the best outcome yeah. for me, which will then positive, positively affect generally the people around you. And it will influence people too. Like people who you want to have a good effect on. Like if I was fucking lazy and didn't do any work and fucking you know, did, did all the things that I say don't do, then it would rub off, off on like you guys. You'd be like, well, why, sh- why should I? Yeah. But I don't have to preach to you a lot about a lot of things. Like the best, one of the best things I can do is just like talk about it and then show it in action, do you know what I mean? And then- 100%, 100% agree with you there. Like your influence goes far past what you think you influence, if yeah. you get what I mean. So the people who witness what you do, what you say, all that kind of thing, it, it ingrains in them. So, for example, when I get up early, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm on the boys up early, blah, 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 and like a, or anything like that. Because you've done that, I'm like, what, what right have I got to complain? Because there's someone else working harder than me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. When I think that. But because this person, like, mentor look up to, or someone in your team, if you see them getting up early, busting their ass, working really hard, working out, being super productive, you can be like, oh, well, it's easy for them, blah, blah, blah. Or you can be like, I can follow that. Yeah. I can do exactly, exactly that. And it rubs off on them, which is obviously, well, you're having a positive impact on another human, which is like a big thumbs up. Yeah. But then uh, it kind of circles back around and makes your life easier because you surround, those, those people are becoming like, models of what you're trying to be so then it makes it easy for you to succeed at that thing so say like as an example fitness and nutrition so you're trying to you decide i'm gonna start eating well i'm gonna train but all your mates don't do that they eat mcdonald's play playstation they sit at home have a beer whatever but you decide you know what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be the anomaly and just fucking kick on with this side of things first off there's probably gonna be met with some resistance oh why are you doing that you don't need to, you know, lose weight, you don't, whatever it is, that will happen, you'll get some negativity and stuff like that, but over time, the more you show that, like, dedication, people can see the change in you physically, and this, this transfers into work and everything, so, like, you, you keep doing all those things, like, you keep meal prepping while someone's nagging at you, why aren't you eating pizza, eating McDonald's, exactly, you keep getting up and going to the 7am session whilst, um, they're lying in bed saying, oh, wait, loser you're obsessed and stuff like that over time one of two things will happen those people who don't fit with your new and improved values will start to fade out of your life which is winner because they're not really adding value to you at that point or they'll pick up the fucking slack and become that person to be like you know what actually he's he's done really well there. he's actually lost a lot of weight he's looking he's looking good i can see 
feels better and blah, blah, blah. And then it, you start getting the questions of, uh, could you show me how to use my fitness pal? Yeah. Uh, what are you doing the gym? Yeah. All that. And, and then from you setting the example, taking ownership, you've probably, you know, distanced a few people from you, which is a positive thing overall a lot of the time. Or you've, like, dragged some other people along with you. And now, instead of being surrounded by, you know, you've made to a McDonald's eaters and didn't didn't work out, didn't train and all that, well, now you've got a group of people who are all trying to do the same thing as you. And the, some of them have bought in, some of them have knocked off. But then your life of living that kind of lifestyle is easier because you're surrounded by that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's easy for me to work and train and stuff like that because the people I spend day to day with work hard and train well it <laughs> comes back to what you always say and what's well known is that you're the average of the five people you spend time with yep. so everybody else if you spend time with four powerlifters who train every day and eat really well likelihood is you're going to do the exact same thing and exactly. it goes vice versa if you spend time with lazy people yeah. you're probably going to be lazy and sometimes you just, just to add in that mate sorry you, you don't have to like go and find new people you know what I mean? You, you can be the person that just fucking Does gets it. going, and then those people will yeah. select or deselect themselves. Yeah, people. If you if you really love it and you know it's true to you, people will find you. People will yes. come and find you. But and it doesn't. I'm not saying ditching your friends, but you can find things that do that. Podcasts like Facebook yeah. groups. Like just because your friends aren't into the gym doesn't mean you can't join a Facebook group about gym people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like or be an environment or be in a gym environment. Yeah. But but yeah, you, you want to feel lazy. Follow Jocko Wilkin on uh, Instagram because he sends a picture of his watch at four thirty <laughs> every morning. Just a picture of his watch, yeah. like up and at it again. So stuff like that. Even follow some people on Instagram, yeah. like who get up early, who train hard, who eat well. Yeah. Likelihood you can uh, do the exact same thing and just take ownership of everything. There was today. I think to round up, there's like I mean we've talked about I don't know how many different benefits and stuff of just realizing that you're largely in control. Like that positively affects you, like helps you reach your goals, helps the people around you, whether you're intending that or not. Like there's lots and lots of positives that come from that. It's just a, a mindset shift from like that fixed mindset of everything's happening to me, there's nothing I can do about it. To like I I can improve this thing, but how can I improve this thing? How can I get better? And just having a mindset of I'm gonna try and grow and improve rather than oh, this is the part I've had to dealt, and that's it, can't tap down. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll round off there with some, uh, some good chat. So, guys, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Steel Habitat podcast. Be sure to check us out at steelhabitat.co.uk, and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>